Wagwan Wafflers, it's your boy A to the Z to the G, and I'm here with Shri Kola and Rishi Chella. Welcome to the third episode of Waffle Talk, and make sure to grab your waffles. Let's get right into it. So, Rishi, what did you get on your waffle today? So, budget was a bit tight, so <laughs> just going with a plain, simple uh, waffle and Nutella. Honestly, it, it just slaps all the time, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I have to back that. We only had Nutella today, so I've got Nutella and waffle today. Controversial opinion, I don't like Nutella. <laughs> so mine is just plain sugar waffles. We can't be affording the waffles we had last week because uh, the budget's not there. But if anybody wants to sponsor us and give us free waffles, <laughs> please do so. We it's are still ready. paying though, it's still paying, but yeah. we, we, we appreciate the sponsors. And let us know what waffles you guys have. That'll be quite nice to see, see some pictures as well. Yeah, and if you guys haven't noticed, we got some new uh, intro music. That's courtesy of Cameron Hughes. He's a Way, friend of ours. Yeah. Shout out Cameron. Big up Cameron. He's a friend of ours and he's actually a music composer and he's got a new album or a single coming out in January. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, no, um, we're definitely going to listen to that, show in our socials and kind of shout out to Cameron because honestly he's been great help and I know his single, knowing what he does, I know his single is going to be great as well. Yeah. yeah, he's a very talented guy so make sure you guys look out for it as well. Um, but anyways, it's December 1st. Uh, November is finally over. Yeah, I can see you grow a nice beard, Rishik. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't. <laughs> How is it going with the beards, bro? Like, I've, I've, I feel like the time that you have a beard, I would be long gone from this planet. <laughs> I would be in my grave just chilling because I've never seen you with any type of beard. Other than pubic hair on your face, which you thought was a beard, was actually disgusting. Oh, uh, boys, go on. Come your on. brother, who's your twin brother, exact genetics, he's got a fucking banging beard now. It's, I mean, not banging, like, I think that's too much credit for Rithik, but, yeah. like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's respectable. I, uh, okay, on that note, he did use, like, monoxidil. Do they work? His... Yeah, no, he used monoxidil, which is like a hair, like, it's for the top of your head, yeah. oh. if you're thinning, but the man uses it on the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's actually, like, I mean, um, if it does the job. It's, it's an over-the-counter remedy for, like, growing beard. Hair, and all hair that. loss, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's meant for hair loss, but it's an like over-the-counter method to use to grow like a beard and all that. Which, to be fair, I should probably give it a go. I really haven't, but I think eventually I will get. You've there. been like, saying genetically, that. genetically, it's in my genetics. My grandparents have a beard. My dad has a beard. I will get but there. But you just might be unlucky, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. bro how long has it been since you saying like I, I'm gonna get a beard, bro? We no. made a bet that at the end of this year, you'd it was get at the end of this year. At the end of this year, you'd get a academic one or yeah, whatever. But like <laughs> you were gonna get a beard, and I was gonna pay for a ticket. I'm saving a lot of money, guys. Yeah. It doesn't this, look like it does not look like no. it. He looks like a pubic like child. No, so something like okay, at least we're not at a point where nothing is growing. There, there is okay. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, it's better for if nothing grows than something, bro. You're like, oh my god. No, but, okay. Something does grow. It just needs to like fully, fully fill in, which Okay, we'll take some time, I think, but I do think that we'll eventually get there and we'll actually get a beard. Yeah. I do agree with you because like I only started growing a beard out in twenty twenty and I did it for November. Yeah. And, like, for those who don't know, November is usually, like, meant for mental health awareness, and especially in men, because, like, especially in the UK, uh, I believe every three out of four suicides are actually um, from men. Whoa. And it's, it's, that's a big number. That's three out of four. Yeah. 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 And, like, globally as well, like, um, a man dies, like, for every suicide. Every, every minute, one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Every minute, a man dies because of suicide. suicide. Yeah. Oh. So I think mental health, like, it's always been a big stigma around. Yeah, men 
in general and like us. And the idea was like Movember is to just grow a beard and not shave. Well, it. mustache, yeah. like facial yeah. hair, basically. Yeah. For like the whole, is it for the whole month? The whole month, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then not try to shave it, not shave it off at all, and then donate money to Movember. Yeah, and that's what we're going to be doing as well. I know it's the end of the month, but we uh, here at Waffle Talk, we, I mean. We were, we are a strong believer in uh, men's mental health and mental health in general, and yeah. awareness about it as well. So we we are at the end of this episode, we're going to donate, and we encourage you guys to donate as well. Um, it's movember.com, pretty simple, and you can donate right there on their website. But I kind of want to get into it, whereas like I believe me and Aziz particularly, we don't really talk about mental health, even though we believe in it. Yeah, I think it takes us a lot to talk about mental health stuff or anything yeah. in general mm. relating that stuff. Whereas Rishik, you are quite vocal about your issues and stuff yeah i i think i tend to be more vocal than than most but that's partially because i went through things and being vocal and actually going to a proper therapist helped me kind of like release all the things that were building inside but also on the case with you Shri, like i know i think when i first met you you weren't much of a believer of mental health yeah no place. it took me it took me a long time to believe in yeah. mental health especially men's mental health because i'm still like men should be strong, like, yeah, you know, no. that kind of thing, where it's like, you don't show emotions, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and I'm, I'm still that way, don't get me wrong, I'm very careful with what I tell people and when I tell people, because, like, I still like to keep things very close to, like, myself. And it's um, hard as well, because traditionally you had that, that men should be strong, the yeah. whole macho movement and all of yeah. that, and, th- and therefore, like, I like the fact that, that we're moving into... A, a place in our planet we're developing into a place where we're raising awareness about men's mental health but mm-hmm. it's still difficult for me personally to move out of like that and open up well yeah because i i think we've i've known you for like a year now and we've been very close since then i don't think you've ever really told me about your mental health like i'm pretty sure you've seen me crying but i've yeah, never yeah. I've we've never... all seen you cry bro. Okay. you're the only one that we've seen cry <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true that's true like um in my case, like I, I have definitely learned to open up, and I think it has been. It's always like, so for me, crying. It's not the best thing to do, mm-hmm. but it does release like a lot of like I guess all that buildup of like mental health issues or whatever emotions. Emotions. It's just like the whole buildup. So crying is definitely a good way to release that. Um, but I don't cry that often. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time I did it was like it was in around June time, around there. Why? Uh, something with my brother. Like uh, so obviously like. Um, before coming to uni, I went through uh, a lot of like issues with like, mental health and me and my brother, there's some family issues that happen and I remember my brother like big up to my brother, big up to Ritik because that, that honestly, the courage that he had to do that, he like wrote this whole essay, I think like two or three pages long. Yeah, it was like a like, Google form type yeah. of thing. I saw yeah. it, it was amazing. It, it, yeah. was, it, was, it was like this whole thing that kind of explained everything and so I think November is mental health month. But June was Men's Mental Health Month. Um, no, I think it's the other way around. I think November, November is Men's Mental Health, and then June is just Mental Health in general. In general. Oh yeah. So okay. Anyways, um, so my brother ended up doing um, releasing this whole like kind of like essay, and I just I read through it and I just started crying and I I, I called him because uh, I read it right when he released and I called him. And I just started like crying on the phone. I think I'm pretty sure he was crying as well. And I was like studying for at that moment. I was like studying for final exams. And I know yeah. like Aziz was there. Yeah. And uh, my our other Romanian friend Alexandru was there as well. And then I'm like out of nowhere, just see me like sobbing in the corner oh. on my laptop. And then yeah, so I, that's the last time I cried. Uh, and the thing is, like I know Rithik personally, and he's more like me kind of guy. Like where I think he doesn't really talk about his emotions, and he's very secure about it. He's like a lot more similar to me than. 
think, what you are. I, 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 think, I think he is still very vocal because like the courage that he had. To yeah, which is nuts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm respecting his courage in that sense. Is like that must have taken a lot, like Ooh. a lot to post, and the weight of what he posted was astronomical. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like with him, like a lot of people reached out to him. Um, telling them about their stories and a lot of like guys reach out to him telling them about their stories um, no but like for the you talked about seeing a therapist how did that help you and would you like recommend it to other people yeah just... so I, I know I know the whole argument against therapists like I'm still a believer against therapists we've had many, many yeah. times you, you don't fancy shrinks huh? <laughs> no because I always think like I know in his perspective like personally he's like why am I paying for a therapist when I can just have a good mate yeah. and talk about mm. those things but I guess like a therapist is more they're professionals. They're professionals to deal with that, and I think building that trust. I'm a very like I don't trust anybody. Yeah, it's very rare for me to trust people. So like building that trust with a complete randomer, mm. that's a bit fucked for me. Whereas Rishik, I think you had a completely different like. Yeah. So like me like family issues were happening, and I, I knew like stuff when I was not going well. So I I specifically told my parents I need a therapist. And um, fortunately enough, I found, like, a therapist that was almost my age, like, around my age. He, like, recently graduated. So, obviously, he was not that experienced, but he was very relatable. I could really relate to this, to him. And I remember, like, the first sessions, it wasn't, like, you're obviously building that confidence, building that trust. But then after that, I remember every session, like, almost every session after that, for, like, a solid month or a month and a half or whatever, every time I used to go to him, I used to cry. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn, yeah. Like, because, like, going to, th- and I know a lot of people, they go to therapists, like, um, just every single every single week, no matter what's going on, because it's it's a good way to release things, release emotions. I normally would go to a therapist if I was going through shit or like going through situations. I would definitely recommend a therapist because I get the argument that they don't really care about you; they're only there for the paycheck. But I don't think that's true. Like at mm. least from my experience with, with therapists, they actually do care about you, and they there's a there's a way about them that they actually get you to open up yeah which and, is nuts yeah like, the part of me that scares me a little bit because i don't like opening up yeah at all so like my aunt she's like i have an aunt who's a psychologist i barely talk to her because she, <laughs> she scares me bro like i'm yeah. so quiet around her i'm like hi hello and i fuck mm, off that's it yeah but and it's also like personally like i think being we're all indian like brown yeah. and stuff right that's massive to like it's hard for, man for your parents to let you go to a therapist first of all because yeah. There's a stigma around it, and especially in the Indian like brown culture, you like saying you're going to a therapist means that something's mentally wrong with you, and they just label you as like somebody who's mentally ill. Yeah, and that's just a like that's just a cultural thing, which is huge and like very bad. No, that that's true. But I think my, at the time my parents were also going through therapists themselves. Oh, yeah, okay. so they were also going through therapists themselves, and then so I think for them like they were obviously. I hope they were seeing some improvement yeah. and because they were seeing improvement I think like me and my brother were they also like were not against me and my brother going to therapist um, but yeah there was definitely some issues regarding I guess I get the stigma of, um, of of how do you say of like brown people with therapists I know for example um, my dad he was like was trying to find out from my therapist what I was telling my therapist yeah so which is like which to be fair is kind of like an, and my therapist is like very open about it but like that is probably where the stigma is. I don't know if they do it because they care a lot. Or... No, I don't think it, it genuinely is the label of yeah. being mentally yeah. ill. Like that yeah, is that's something that they don't accept in yeah. like uh, brown culture, and especially like even me growing up. The only the reason why like for me personally it started off like as a like me not believing in mental health was like my any time like any arguments or whatever happened at home like back in Canada, it would just get pushed on the rug, mm. and then you'd like say we have an argument on Monday. 
nobody talks in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Tuesday, it just acts like everything's normal. Like new day. But but does it become like an elephant in the room, or do you just move on with just your life? Just move on. And th- to me, like I still do this to this day. Like if I get into an argument with somebody, I like I'm heated for like a minute or like a couple day like couple days or whatever. And then I just move on. Yeah. Like, I don't think it ever happens. But the thing is, the built-in aggression, like, the whatever emotions you're going through, it's still there. No, but that's... That's the thing, what you need to get out. It's interesting, because, like, you know how you mentioned, like, with different cultures and the whole stigma around, oh, men are supposed to be strong. Because I don't know why I am not able to, like, open up a lot of my feeling. I think, like, some of it has to do with, with my background and where I grew up. Because um, I grew up in a community where there was a lot of people from different areas around the world. So mm-hmm. a lot of immigrants and yeah, like mostly, mostly from like these Arab countries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they all had this, oh, you're a man. You should not be able to, you should not open up. And I feel like that's, that's the reason why I'm like that. And it's just the way I've been brought up. Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely see how that can influence. But I think it's also about like guys being guys. Like normally when guys get into fights or whatever with at least when whenever you get a fight with like a guy or something like that you just kind of like you brush it off you yeah. brush it off like but the amount of times you and i got into a fight and i don't think we've ever like held grudges yeah nothing yeah. never yeah, we don't it hold just grudges kind of moves on it just yeah. it, you kind of like brush it off i think maybe that you kind of also use that in situations that you probably shouldn't just brush off yeah. and just move it on but i think that's just like mainly guys being guys and i don't i and i think that's why like a lot of guys don't even open up maybe because they they're they don't have a good and, and you're what you yeah. said, like you don't, you don't have people around you that believe in that stuff, yeah. sort of stuff, and that like brushes off to you as well because you're like, oh, maybe they're right, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm supposed to act this way, I'm yeah. not supposed, which is wrong. Like now, I believe that is the wrong way to be, uh, go about it. I think that people should open up and and communicate and and talk about what their feelings. I want, yeah. especially because even like currently, like I think your support system, as in like me and Rishik and your other friends, like yeah. you've got good people around you, but it's just like in your head. You, you're still stuck in that in that yeah. sense of like you shouldn't talk about yeah, it yeah, yeah. whereas like same for me like personally like my only my opinion about like talking about my feelings etc it changed very recently as of 2019 because in 2019 like december time like two weeks from now basically my best friend she passed away oh. and i saw it happen like she fell underneath the train tracks and like passed away so that was like my defining moment of like I like I shut myself off entirely, and I shut my. This is the first time. Whoa, yeah, this is yeah. the first time you're hearing about this, and it's true. So I shut myself down entirely for give or take two months, and the like that was during my second year. My second, my last semester of second year was an entire blur because I would just be going down rabbit holes of drinking, like just partying, not actually like focusing on what I need to mm-hmm. do, um, stuff like that, and then compiled with COVID, mm-hmm. so I was yeah. had to go back home, stuck at home with parents who no, don't necessarily, again, Indian background, cultural background, where we don't talk about things. It just gets brushed under under the rug. Like, nobody talks about it. To this day, we haven't talked about it, whatever, right? But, like, I've started to talk about it to certain people where I'm, like, quite comfortable with them, and they understand this is why, like, the way I work is this way. Like, I don't like the concept of having a best friend. I don't like having, like, the concept of relying on somebody yeah. and stuff like that based on the fact that what's happened to me previously. So that's why, like... What helped me the most, considering, like, I say all this about mental health, was talking to people. Yeah, it yeah. became more of, like, a general, like, convenience. Not, like, it became more easy to, for me to say and be like, listen, like, this is what I went through. Like, to this day, I hate trains. Yeah. I oh, fucking hate yeah. taking trains. I remember we went down to, like, London, and every time, I think you thought I was too close to the train tracks. You just, I would like, just yeah. grab me. the fuck out of him. Yeah, it scares he, me. He used to, like, pull me back, because he was like, 
you don't go near the train no, tracks. No, yeah, yeah, like like anything to do with trains. Even like when I'm say like most of the times like we're drinking, um, and we like if I'm about to take a train or something like that, like it was it's always been how like I went I remember I went to Park Life, and coming back it was a train. And that was hell for me because, like, first off, everybody was drunk. Yeah. yeah. So many people were crowded around, like, bef- like right where the train was coming from. And I was fucking shitting bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as we were coming into Manchester, somebody got run over by a train. Oh. And the, the whole train system, like, just coll- like stopped working and stuff. And I was like, fuck. Like, it just brought back so many memories for me. And, like, in that position, like, pers- like my biggest support is probably my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I tell her most of my things. Whatever's going on, like, she's my biggest support. Um, and it's vice versa as well. I think relatively keeping it within the family for yeah. us, again, brown culture wise, yeah. is like it's easier to keep it within the family because the trust is there, that kind of thing. But like Aziz, you've been awfully quiet because yeah. I've never seen you this quiet. No, in my life. no, bro. Because like obviously I didn't know about that story. Yeah, bro. yeah, and yeah. and yeah, as you said, it does it does help like talking about it. And for me as well, I think yeah, I I grew up in a family with three sisters myself and. The thing is, it's not easy for me to open up mm. t- about everything to each one of them. Because mm. um, I, I have, like, since I have three sisters, I think I'm a bit spoiled in the sense that I, I can, like, divide them into different topics yeah, that I can true. share with them. So I've got my oldest sister, which I, I tell her everything, like, yeah. from top to bottom. I, I could just be without anything. And then for my middle sister, she's more like, if I'm, if I'm looking for some advice and shit, then, then I go to her. And then my younger sister, obviously, she's my younger sister. Yeah, you can't, can't really tell her anything. I can't really yeah. tell her anything, but, yeah. like, yeah. That, Did I don't it take know. time to develop that relationship, like, with your sisters, all your sisters? Yeah. yeah, I think it's just been, a like, a factor of me growing up and realizing quick. Because I remember once, there's it's a funny story, right? We were we were staying at my aunt's place, and obviously we, we had bunk beds there, because so, oh, we had to share beds. the room. <laughs> And then, and then, like, I, I couldn't go to sleep because you know how when you go to a new place, you're trying to go to bed and it's difficult. Yeah. And then, and then, like, I. Which is confusing. You've never felt this. Bro, I, no. I, I'm sorry. Like, a new place is like a hotel, bro. I go to hotels and I sleep like a baby. No, I can't no, do but that. like, if you, if you get a new bed for a night, it's hard to initially get used to it. Maybe. And then, yeah. so. I was at this at my aunt's place and I couldn't go to sleep. It's like, and I had to like, we had to go early. We had to go to the airport early then the next day. And I was stressing, you know, and stress doesn't help either because when you're trying to sleep. So I was at that point, I think I was like 10. Mm-hmm. And my sisters, they were, they were like, I was on the top bank and they both of them had the bottom bank. And then I, I came down I, I, and I whispered to my older sister first. I was like, yo, I can't sleep. Do you know what? She goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get away from me. I, just go to bed, Aziz. I was like, okay, fuck. Yeah. And, then, and then I went to the one in the middle and she was more like, oh, you can't sleep. Okay. She woke up, got me some water. I was like, calm down. Don't stress. If you stress about it, you're going to like, yeah. you're, it's, it's not going to help you sleep. Just take it easy. Nothing will happen. I'll make sure you get up and everything like that. So from there, like just from experiences, I learned, yeah. okay, with this sister, I can't say like that type of stuff, and then with that one, it's calm. Yeah, because yeah. like for me, like I think Richard, you've got a completely different relationship because you're twins with your brother. Yeah. Whereas for me, is like my, me and my sister didn't actually never like got along. Not never got along, but we just, like it was very difficult to get along because she's older than me, so like she goes through things before I do, and like maturity wise as well, right? Like yeah. for me, so like after I left home is when we got closer, and mm. we kind of went through the same phases, like. She, I went through the phases that she went through. Yeah. If not, like I went through them quicker than what she is because she was already a second year university student when I was first. She was already a third year university yeah. student when I was first year. So like it kind of like we built that relationship now where it's like we're 
pretty strong. Yeah. Whereas for you, is like you've always had somebody beside you, where like the relationship boundaries were similar because twin brothers, right? Yeah. Like me and my brother, our relationship has always we're very close. That's for sure. Has it like rocky, but definitely like some moments like we fight all that. Yeah. Happens in every every like sibling um, relationship, but definitely we got closer um, during that whole situation that we were going through, like um, as a family uh, before I came to the university. And we definitely got me and him definitely got closer because of that. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I probably should give him a call soon and kind of like see how is he doing um, in terms of his kind of like mental health because I'm not really talked to him about that in a while yeah but um because i do think it's very important to talk about but so aziz how about like in your situation like i'm very intrigued about um how you have found deal with yeah how do you deal now with it? Yeah. that you're in the uk especially because i know your like, your situation in the uk has been very tricky and there's been so many moments where you just talk about like the stress that you yeah. have and all that so how do you deal with that mental health i'll be honest to be fair for me it's been mostly like i've got i don't know I just fucking cope with it myself. It's it's difficult, man. And and basically, I try to tell as many people as possible. And obviously, like having good friends and good mm-hmm. your, like your family there for you helps. But for me, it's also there. Like I keep most of it to myself, which is not great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it's hard because because you get there, you get to the point. Oh, I'm feeling this, this, and that. And then you look, read about some other places, and you're there. Like, okay, this guy or this person has it way worse than me. Why am I? Complaining? That's such a bad way. Because yeah, I, yeah. I used to look. I used to look at it that way. Yeah. yeah. And Rishik was the one who changed my mind about it. Well, because we had a discussion right here, like in my house before, about the way I look at things, which is. Um, somebody has it worse, why me kind of thing? Like, yeah. why, why, is my, I'm, why am I so important? But I think the way to change that is, like, just because somebody else has it worse doesn't invalidate what you're going through. Yeah, exactly. And that's very important to understand. And that's so, like, hard to understand. And to this day, I, I still don't fucking understand it. <laughs> not gonna lie. There's many things I keep to myself. But, yeah. like, personally, like, there's, a, I think what helps with me is always going out with the lads. It is, like, kind of a distraction, but, mm-hmm. like, it's also like it keeps my mind at ease knowing that I have good people around yeah. me, yeah. like somebody that can I can deal with it kind of thing. No, but hopefully I will be able to open up more. But it's also the fact that in the UK, because, you know, when you meet people for the first time, you don't want to you, you, you want to keep like layers and bit like of some, yeah, some yeah. information to yourself. So I've, I've been gradually, gradually like releasing it as we go. But so far, I've just. I'm just a bit scared to like completely open up because yeah. then because yeah. then I'm there like you, you know were... you know how you like to be I'm quite introverted as well I feel like and I feel like if if you think go about it it, it has to do with self-esteem as well but like the ideal way of living would be to not care what people think about you mm-hmm, but exactly. I feel like that's something that I still have somewhere in my mind which I'm trying mm-hmm. to change yeah. and the only way to do that is try but like you know what helps for me is genuinely like if I have a little bit of social anxiety. Like, I'm a very, like, social guy, but it's, like, social in the sense of, like, chatting shit, not yeah. emotionally social. Yeah. So, like, what I do is I actually count to five in my head. One, two, three, four, five, and at five, I just do it. Oh, so, yeah. that really helps me. And I got that from Steve-O. Oh, you know, yeah, Steve-O. Yeah, 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 so Steve-O. he, like, there was a, like, again, it was a podcast where he was talking about it, and somebody was like, how do you do the tricks that, and, like, the stupid shit that you do? Like, how does, like, your mental, like, how do you mentally... Like, prepare yourself for that. And he's like, listen, I count to five. And at five, I just go ahead and yeah. do it. And it's the same thing. Like, count to five and I just do it. Yeah, I, I think I have a different approach when I'm meeting new people. Because I do think I'm pretty much an open book. You are. Yeah. Which is scary to me. Yeah. I'm always cautious about it. Whereas you're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Because I, I do think that, at least in my personal experience so far, is like, first of all, like, 
I feel like when I open up to people, they're also more likely to open up to me. Yeah. And then it just creates like more of a connection and builds trust quicker. I think you, you're able to create connections with people way quicker. And I really, in, I really like that. I really enjoy that. Obviously, I don't tell them everything. Yeah. But I, I do try to be more of like an open book because at the end of the day, like I have nothing to hide. Like, I don't think people are, are, are there to like, I, I guess the argument is like if you open up to people, um, people will use that against you. you and hurt yeah. you. For some reason, I've been, for the most part, I've been very lucky with the people I meet and the friends I meet. And maybe very lucky to be very, fair. Yeah, <laughs> very. Like, I've, I've, I've met a lot of your friends and stuff, and, like, most of them are great people. Like, yeah. They're yeah. very good people. Shout I've, out to Rishik's friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Rishik's friends, yeah. yeah. Half of them are now our friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, great people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but it's just been, I guess, maybe it's the fact that I am open. Like, I do attract that type of people yeah. around me as well like i for some reason i track great people around me and for some and, and it hasn't backfired for me and until it backfires i'm going to continue being an yeah. open book i think mm-hmm. or like that's the way i want i want i think for the most part people are somehow nice and yeah. i think maybe opening up you do attract that certain type of people no i think that is the best way to go about things um i i don't do that personally but i look up to it like i feel like i should be able to do that more as well and i should like that is something that i'm striving towards as well and I feel like the reason why some people open up easily and some people don't is because of their past experiences. Uh, that's just for, yeah, like, yeah. depends from person to person. Exactly. That, that is true. Yeah. I think uh, we're going to end it here, but, like, that's been a great episode, I think, personally. Yeah. Talking about Aziz. It's good to see. I think me and Aziz are a lot similar than, like, in, in, than, than yeah. me and you, Rashik. But, yeah. But I think that was, that was a really good episode. And I, I, I think all of us here at Waffle Talk, again, we are going to, donate to uh movember.com we encourage you guys to donate as well and if you can't donate that's completely fine but we humbly request that each one of you goes and checks on your friends honestly good conversation take them out if they seem like they're down etc take them out for a pint take them out for a dinner whatever and Mm -hmm. and communicate it's like it's part of human nature if you're going through something just just tell your friends and should all should be all be good yeah and also, like, if anyone needs, has anything to talk about or just know that we are also here at Waffle Talk, we're here to listen as well. Yeah, we can help you guys out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But thank you guys for listening. And that's us. We're going to clock off at the minute. Thank you. Thank you.